Hello. Today we're here with some very special guests to discuss some interesting topics concerning our North American countries, the United States and Canada. These guests have done some background research that they would like to share here today on our podcast. Our first guest we have today is Araceli Pisano. So tell me, Araceli, can you describe to us how the people in the Canadian Shield area have adapted to their environment? Well, to give you visual of the Canadian Shield, I would describe it as a very populated area near the mines and forest. It is constantly developing and being more and more populated due to the attraction of jobs. People move closer to live near the mines, mountain ranges, and coasts to take advantage of job opportunities. So between the Canadian and U.S. citizens, has there been any conflict at all? Let's say out in the Rocky Mountains and the Appalachian Mountains due to the fact that they're on opposite sides of the Mississippi? No, as a matter of fact, Canadians and U.S. citizens interact well with one another. There is fair use of the natural resources out in the mountain ranges and, as I mentioned before, many job opportunities. So going back to our topic on how the physical features connect to the two countries, could you tell us about the mountains that act as a border between the countries? The Rocky Mountains are one of many geographical features that act like a border. There is no actual border, but due to there not being so much conflict between the two countries, they have availability to dual citizenship. So yes, physical mountains act as a border, but there is no actual border or conflict between the two countries. Thank you, Adesali. Now, as we move on, we would like to talk about the loggers cutting down trees in the Boreal Forest in Canada. Here we have Michael who can give us some answers to the questions we have regarding his topic. My topic is about Canada's natural resources and natural energy resources and the impact they have on the environment. So when you cut down trees, what happens to the animals that live in the forest? So can you tell us what Canada's natural resources are and how they're using it to impact the environment? The main resources are trees from the Boreal Forest. Now recently, loggers have been cutting down trees so they could make more greenhouse gases, which are bad for the environment. If they use large amounts of it, they can create climate change. When the loggers cut down the trees in the forest, they mainly uh, kill a lot of animals. And uh, the way that the animals die is because they have no food and they have no shelter. But what about what happens to the plants when the loggers destroy them? Well, obviously, when the loggers take down the trees, they also kill a lot of plants as well. And when the plants die, their bodies decompose and release carbon into the atmosphere. And the more plants that die, the more carbon that is released into the atmosphere. So tell us, Michael, how will cutting down the trees of the boreal forest affect Canada as a whole? To finish up my topic, the cutting down of trees in the boreal forest will affect Canada badly because without the trees that many animals in the forest depend on, they will die, unfortunately. And if they keep cutting down these trees, there will be no more animals left in the forest. And soon, there will be no forest at all if they keep doing this. 
Thank you, Michael, and thank you for your time. As our final guest on the show, we have Eddie Perez. So tell us, Eddie, how and when did the Ice Age occur? Well, first off, the Ice Age occurred 2.6 million years ago. It was a period of time where heat from the sun changes and becomes less intense. This was the cause of the Ice Age. So as we look at glaciers today, do they represent the last Ice Age? It depends because all glaciers are different sizes. Some are big and some are small. There was glaciers covering Canada, so it was all ice. Then covered some of the U.S., like Alaska. The ones covering the northern parts of Canada were likely present during the Ice Age. The ones in Alaska and Greenland were not present during the last Ice Age. So we know there are stages of an Ice Age. Can you tell us what exactly they are? Scientists identified the Pleistocene Epoch four key stages or ages. Glacian, Calabrian, Indolan, and Trillian. So exactly how much of Canada is covered in glaciers? 57,600 square miles are covered in glaciers. The glaciers in Canada are melting and the runoff is adding to the sea level. The issue cannot be ignored. NASA has been working with the Canadian government to find a solution to the melting glacier issue. How interesting. Thank you, Michael and Eddie, for sharing your topics, and thank you to the audience for listening. I hope you were able to enjoy the knowledge our guests shared with you today, and hope to see you back next time. Thank you.